Previously on The Nighttime Show. Nighttime Show! The Nighttime Show! Nighttime Show! Live from Hollywood, it's The Nighttime Show! I'm Mike Black, voice of The Nighttime Show. With us as always, our head writer, the Matt with the Mouth, Matt Walker. And today we have a pair of very special guests. Writers for Young Hercules, DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, X-Men, and the upcoming X-Men, the art and making of the animated series book, Julia Leewald and Eric Leewald! And now, our host with the most, he's the best there is at what he does, and what he does is polish off donuts, put your hands together at home, for Stephen Kramer Glickman! Yes! You better believe it! Wonderful job, Mike Black. Wonderful intro. Thank you. That was a, 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 a very special intro. It really was. My runner-up was uh, hosting a podcast for a world that hates and fears him. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I like that, too. That could have worked. Yeah, but worked. I didn't do it. Yeah. Well, you know, Hosting I, a podcast with co-hosts who hate and fear him. <laughs> <Yes>. There we <laughs> go. Both, both are good. Both are good. Um, today, uh, we're very, we're very very excited. Having uh, Julia and Eric Leewald on the show today, uh, the creators of one of the coolest shows uh like we've uh, we, we we grew up watching and then have rediscovered on Disney plus um I mean it's it's just such an absolute honor to uh to have you guys on the on the show today I mean really 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 incredible um you know the uh the animated series the x-men animated series was such a Badass, incredible piece of work. Um, it really I, was. And, and you guys, you guys made this show happen, and it's phenomenal. It's just extraordinary. I will take as much credit as you're willing to give me, <laughs> but do want to qualify that I was a writer on the show, yep. but I got to be a fly on the wall for the whole series run because Eric was considered what we call the showrunner for the whole series didn't run. call it back then they had some sort of smaller credit that paid less but it, <laughs> it was the same job if same amount of work every right. episode yeah. his name is on every episode developed for tv by eric leewald yeah God. not one extra penny wow. <laughs> wow. no 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 that's someone's getting residuals somewhere but it's, it's well, not the people that wrote it you get no. to order first when they have sandwiches and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the big perk <laughs> absolutely they didn't offer sandwiches. No, 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 no. We, we, we have a high spawn story about that. Oh, my God. Speaking we, of. We almost never had meetings. I mean, he, he put money into it, and he was involved in the production of it, and to his credit, and he wanted it to be made for five cents and <laughs> would have done, like, uh, a Scooby-Doo version of it if he And we can get into, into that it. later, but yeah. Oh, yeah. But one time we were up at his offices uh, with – half a dozen writers and we almost never had a writers meeting but for some reason it's the beginning of, a, of a new, you know the third season or whatever and he walks in and he looks and we're having lunch and we've got you know, deli wrapper stuff all over he says who paid for the sandwiches <laughs> and that's why well, I did hi him I, I knew you would not oh okay continue with the meeting <laughs> oh my god he's he is kind wow. of a, a big Legend in the, oh, in, the yeah. in the history yes. of you know television and making things for very very cheap. Like he uh, he's the guy who did Power, Power Rangers. Yes, right? Absolutely. Yes, he is. Uh, he, uh, he's after after X Men. After yeah. X Men made Fox a huge place. He talked Margaret Lesh, same lady that 
got X-Men on the air. The president of Fox Kids. He, yeah, he tried with everyone else on the planet, and no one would go near this Power Ranger thing. <laughs> Finally, but he said, Margaret, you've got this huge cut with X-Men. Trust me. So she was able to take it to her bosses who looked at Power Rangers. What the hell is this? And she said, just let's trust for one season, see if we can make some money off of it. So, yeah. God, between him and those Hammer Films guys. Yeah. God. Yeah. The, uh, I, I, I love that, uh, you know, that story of... Um, uh, the uh, the the, the, the Hammer House of Horror. Yes. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme in the in the um, lobby doing uh-huh. karate kicks in the air for everybody <laughs> to show up. Like he just like showed up. He wasn't yeah. invited. He just showed up in the lobby of uh, Saban's uh-huh. office and and Hammer Films' office, and he stood around the lobby waiting for one of the presidents to be in the lobby, and then when they walked in, he would do uh, karate kicks and jumps and stuff just out of no- just out of nowhere yeah. and like would be like watch me now and then he would like jump around <laughs> and do like cartwheels and and a couple, I hope know, that's exactly how he introduced ba- it basically <laughs> watch me now he wasn't invited <laughs> and that's how he got his first job is they were like someone put this weirdo in a movie he's doing karate in the lobby so you he know? was like Borat before Borat in a way like yeah basically yeah. The, yeah, wow who is uh, when it comes to the people that you guys have worked for mm-hmm. over the years um, who's some of the people that you've you know had to what are some of the personalities you've had to deal with i am a little older than she is i started in the mid 80s in the in the business and my first job was for hannah rivera and so working for joe hannah and and uh my god my bill (sighs) barbara joe barbara and bill hannah my my mind's juggled 30 some years later uh and they were completely they were these larger than life people and complete opposites um (laughs) Joe Barbera was Italian, and he'd take twenty people out to the nicest uh, Italian restaurant he could, and he'd lower, he'd load it every, over everybody, and was a showman, and he'd go and he'd pitch everything to the networks, and they'd fall in love with him, and you know whatever odd little show he'd pitch, they'd buy it, yeah. and then it would get handed to Bill Hanna, and he'd make it for a bu- for a dollar. <laughs> oh he was like God. the midwestern guy. He took us out. The staff out to lunch a couple times, but it was to like the assistance league for, for iced tea and a three dollar and forty cent lunch was where Bill took us. But yeah, no, Joe was uh, Joe was all flamboyance in Hollywood, and Bill was all nuts and bolts. And what are some of the shows you worked on back then? Oh, I got started my first my first job opportunity out here after coming here from. Uh, Tennessee to hope to make it in the movie business was Challenge of the Gobots, oh, <laughs> which was a mid '80s yeah. uh, competitor to Transformers. Oh, I watched it. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I ended up writing six of those. It was my first. It was foot in the door. Uh, a guy, a neighbor, just said, "Look, they just got a big order for stuff. Uh, I'm writing at Hanna Barbera. They they're willing to look at new people, even if you don't have a credit. So, do you have anything you can show my boss?" And he did. He showed it. Boss, he said, oh, yeah, you can write okay. We'll give him a chance. And so a buddy of mine and I went in and pretended to be a writing team, and we got an, we, we got an assignment and wrote it and then said, can we get some more? And he said, well, but we're not really a writing team. And they said, well, we can't give you two assignments. One of you could really suck. <laughs> and so I just said, well, look, if if he's the one that sucks, I'll, write, I'll, I'll redo his for free. So you just give us two anyway mm-hmm. and that got the foot in the door wow, and, you know nice. 700 scripts later wow. oh my god 
God. That's amazing. Well, so uh, let me, Julia, I'm just what about you? When you, how when did, you, hold wait, on, I gotta wait, ask a question. Wait, 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 I gotta ask about the GoBots for a minute. When you write a script like that. Ask about GoBots. Leader one. Do you write it in the script, like, how many moves they have to take to change from, like, a car into a robot? Is it, like, is that part of the script, or are you just, like, I, they I, change into a car, and then they just do it? Yeah, I think we, we just say we change into a car, but obviously the art department has a standard. Okay, we're cutting yeah. to the same uh, old... The same, same old reel of it. Yeah, okay. Footage again yeah. to redo it. As a child, I did not notice that there was stock footage for But, but we got new cars sent to us during the season. So suddenly, you know, put in this new Porsche or put uh -huh. in, you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. and come up with some name for it, you know, Hans von something. Yeah. And so I don't remember. It's been too long, but... I really <laughs> hope there was a character called Hans von Porsche <laughs> that, that, that popular culture just hasn't but, embraced yet. It's just but, but, waiting for the right moment. But, but we did have to integrate new toys on the fly. Yeah. Because, I mean, that whole show was designed to sell the toys. Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I think Hans von Porsche is wearing the boots that can do it. If, uh, <laughs> yes. if anyone in GoBots is going to take down Optimus Prime, He's gonna it's Hans it. von Porsche. You better believe it. Uh, Julia, what about you? How did yeah. you get started? Because do you know what your first IMDb credit says? Oh, dear God. Do you know which one it is? My very... Uh, uh, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. It is! Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers! Yeah, which one was it? Oh, uh, oh uh, uh, Kiwi's Big Adventure. Very, <laughs> very nice. That was wow. The, that was the first thing I ever wrote that I got paid for in Los title. Angeles. And it, how, oh, how my was, goodness. How did you end up with that gig? How did well, that happen? Well, so... Um, the fact that Eric and I are here talking to all of you and you're listening to us, thank you. Uh, we each came from way far away places. I, I grew up in Texas and senior year at where I attended university, met a friend in a parking lot who said, I'm flying, I'm moving to California to teach music in junior high and you like to write and I hear they pay people out there to write so why don't you come with me? And it, that was the first time anyone had ever suggested Picking up from where I was, going somewhere else, and trying to write for a living. Wow. That must have been so cool. <laughs> and I'd managed to break my leg that winter on oh. the one ski trip on the west in West Texas. Not a lot of ski trips in West no, Texas. No. But when you do it, and you do it like I do it, I'm in a full cast up to my up to my hip. I'm in a car with my all my belongings, following Cindy all the way, and made it to Los Angeles, and then spent the next ten years. And I say this to folks: ten years trying to crack my way in, in the door, trying to figure out what I'm wow. supposed to be doing. This mm -hmm. was way before the internet or any kind of you know easy way to reach out to people. Yeah. Oh, my God. But Eric mentioned that he had a neighbor who knew Eric wanted to, was interested in writing, and there was an opportunity. I had a friend who was on a softball team. Obviously, I am not <laughs> athletic. <laughs> but they invited me to join, and for one glorious summer, I was trying to play softball and a gal on the team Oh, I, you want to write? Yeah. Well, they're they're taking pitches at Disney. You don't have to have an agent. So every week for six months, I went in the doors at the Disney Animation Place with my attempts to pitch for Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Oh, but man. they were the nicest people, and it was Tad Stones and Bryce Malick, and they let me keep coming back. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't selling yeah. anything yet, but then there was a glimmer of hope that they said, "Oh, okay, there. That's kind of an idea." Uh, see if you can expand on that. Oh, okay. And that's the one that became Kiwi's Big Adventure. Wow, that's and it, awesome. And it was one of those, it was diving in the deep end, a complete learning curve, um, using old-fashioned typewriters back then. This is as far <laughs> wow. ago as it was. But then I got the job at Disney, and uh, he was a fellow writer whose office ended up next being next door. door to mine, and that's how we met. But, uh, again, it took a long time. God. But, the, and the doors 
the door being open to writers without agents, like you know, that's it's the world has changed so much. <laughs> oh, like yeah. I was just talking to somebody about J Ward Studios and yeah. how at J Ward back in the day when they were doing, uh, you know, uh, uh, the you know some of their shows and stuff, they they artists would come in, walk in the front door with a portfolio, portfolio, without an appointment, and just go, here's a bunch of artwork, and they would go. Yeah, go do Rocky and Bullwinkle for a little bit. <laughs> and they would like just put you on a desk and you would just start that day. Like be, if you were good, then you could work. Like it was kind of yeah. a very Oh, it's a different time. Different time. You, but, you do that now and they who do you think you are? Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> <laughs> Hans von Porsche? Yeah. Who are you, Hans von Porsche? <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme is Hans von Porsche. <laughs> oh, it writes yeah. itself. The movie. It yeah. writes itself. It just happens. But it I just want to point out to folks who yeah. are looking to make any kind of uh, career in any of this business we call show, uh, it helps. You help yourself when you've got the stuff to show. Um, write your spec scripts, write your original pilots. I'm speaking on, on the writing side of things, but you mentioned portfolios. If you're an artist, do it. Just put some art on paper. We have had people over the course of Talented our time. People. Oh, I want to write, I want to write. Okay, what, what, what can you show me? Oh, um, well, I, I don't have anything, but I'm really, you know, because oh, if I'm trying to, right. if I then... A lot of good charge, ideas. Yeah. I want to write just not yet. I didn't know you did <laughs> <that> immediately. <laughs> but if I'm in charge of a series, I, I don't have the luxury of signing on bringing on someone who whom i have never read yeah and because there's just no time once the train has left the station uh so do yourself a favor just put out the product keep churning I, absolutely and i i always tell people if if you come to la and you're a dancer or you're a choreographer or you're a writer or you're what you what you want out of your career you have something you want tell people that that's what you want to do. Don't assume that people know that that's (laughs) what you want out of your life. Like, tell your neighbors that this is what you... If you're a voiceover actor, tell your next-door neighbor that you're a voiceover actor. Because... Even though they may not do that job, you don't know. Their their yeah. father may own a store that's going to do a commercial, and they need a voiceover for the commercial. Like you never know. So the more people that know what your dream is, the the more possible. Absolutely. You know that is as, as absolutely as true. Uh, absolutely. I've neglected to tell you that I've always wanted to be an astronaut. So can you tell <laughs> your dad, who's the president will, of NASA? God, I will make some calls for you. Call. I okay, will thank make you. Know, we, our, 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 our our eldest son works at SpaceX. Oh my okay. God. I can get you in. I know. There we go. We're all hey, set up. See right there. We can hook you up. We can hook you up. We can hook you up, buddy. My longest I'll dream has been to. put out on my softball team. Yeah. See what <laughs> well, my longest dream has been to punch Elon Musk in the face. <laughs> can you oh, hook me up? Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, no, we're drawing that line. Don't, no. don't tell him that at the interview. Get what we said. Keep that to yourself. I'm just saying, there are no good billionaires. I'll say, there are no good billionaires. That's my whole thing. That's it. That's do tell people your dreams. Don't tell them. Don't, don't <laughs> what you'll do with those people dreams. People that are on your enemies list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't warn your enemies. Yeah. Oh, no, there you go. That's oh, good for Hollywood. Man. Right there. Yeah. Right there. Matt Walker, yes. you are the well, worst and the best well, of us. You really well, well, are. Matt, Matt, can we show you? Can we show you something we brought? Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, are we there? Is it time? Are we? Are we can pushing we, can, things? Oh, I, well, I, I would. I, we should do that. Yeah. Yes, we should talk about why you guys are here. Now, first of all. 
Mm-hmm. Here's let me let me preface this by saying this. Uh, um, I'm I'm am sitting uh, I I'm sitting at home hanging having a fun little quiet night by myself just chilling out you know eating uh, uh, Cheetos and uh, watching TV with my, as you do with my as big, is tradition with my yeah. big fat dog you know standard Monday <laughs> standard Monday I get a phone call from Mr. David Dirks now David Dirks is one of the vice presidents of Viacom and he is uh, one of the heads of ASIFA who we constantly work with which is like the animation guild you know uh, association and uh, we've we've you know been friends with him for years he hits me up and he goes Stephen I'm gonna go and have dinner with uh, the voice of Drax tonight over at uh, the Smokehouse. Smokehouse. <laughs> Would you like to come for dinner? And I was like, Yeah, I mean, of course. I, you know, sure. I'm not going to turn that down. That sounds like a good time. And so I, I get up, I go over, and he goes, I think uh, there's other people joining us as well. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. You know, like, which is how he kind of talks. And I, <laughs> but he is always a surprise. This man. This is the yeah. guy who introduced me to. Harrison Ford, okay? <laughs> he is a magical human being. He always has a way of doing magical things. I walk in, I see the two of you, and I'm like, oh my God. It's <laughs> I was like, Eric and Julia Leewald, I am such an enormous fan. Like during <laughs> during the process of doing uh of quarantine, I watched the X-Men animated series, rewatched it. I watched it when I was a kid, but I rewatched it because Mike Black, my my dear friend here, yes. and the, and the voice of our show, told me, he, he had watched, you know, he loves the show. I told him that they were on Disney Plus again. I was like, you gotta start watching them. Oh yeah, so I was, I watched, I had watched all of Silver Surfer, I'd watched all of the X-Men animated series, I've been going through all of it, right? So I'd been researching and looking through like who was writing it, who was a part of it, and everything like this, and I knew that Margaret had been a part of it, but then, I knew the two of you had been a part of it. So when I saw you two, I was like, oh my God, am I having dinner with the people who created one of my favorite TV shows of all time? And then and then you guys are like, oh, by the way, there's a book. <clears throat> and I'm like, there's a book? And you're like, yeah, here it is. And you pull out the book. Now, you, you guys can attest to this. I out. It was wonderful. He, he, it was. He, 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 he you became imagine. a puddle on the floor. There was people just people were was... staring at me in the restaurant. I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me! You've got to be fucking!" I was like, "Mike Black is gonna murder me when he knows that I just had dinner with you." And there's a yeah. book. So they are here to talk about. This book, which yeah. is and to keep me from murdering, Steve. yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, this is a safety protocol to have oh, you guys here. Okay, uh, like that. Wh- hey, uh, before we continue doing the show, I, we got to talk about uh, the the equipment that we're using mm-hmm. to make the show, uh, make an epic show that is. Uh, it sounds like you know everyone is right here, like yep. we're all sitting together, but we're not. We've got a fantastic multi-track recorder from Zoom. Um, yeah. If you need multi-track recordings, that's the only company you should even be looking at. Um, basically, we had issues when we had to switch to doing things during a pandemic, mm-hmm. and we were we went from doing a show with people in person to people over the phone, and Zoom just made it a piece of cake. Yeah, you bet. ZoomCorp.com is the website, and uh, they're. You know, th- this has made it so that we could interview people in uh, Nigeria, New Zealand, New Zealand, um, yeah. Guatemala, um, uh, Austria, Czechos- like the Czech, the Czech Republic. 
um, when we were Are doing you just all naming those. countries now? Yeah. Well, no. When we were doing all the interviews with the cast of uh, 90 Day Fiance, we were yeah. talking to people, you know, in the, in the Ukraine. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. we were doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And then just the other day when we had uh, John Reese davies on the show. From New Zealand. He was in New Zealand the whole time. It sounded, it sounded like, like he was, he was here. sitting in the room with us. Yeah. yeah. It truly is the mark of excellence for podcasting. Zoom, LiveTrack, L8, 8-Track, Mixer, Recorder, the board for creators, podcasting, music, and beyond. Yeah, it is a badass system, and uh, we're very lucky to be working with uh, Zoom. Go check out ZoomCorp.com. That's ZoomCorp.com. Dot com zoom you have to say it three times that's what people do in ad, ads right zoom, what is it Stephen zoomcorp.com it's zoomcorp.com we're talking about zoomcorp.com all right let's get back to the show tell us about the book and then we're going to reveal it i'm going to open I'm gonna, we're going to open the package and, and check well it, it's, it, it's it, a big four pound art book yes it's got oh like 1200 images in it with in the all. full support of disney and marvel behind this which yeah. is a huge thing people yeah. that they wanted this book to happen because we'd, we'd written a book before without their participation in 2017 basically just almost all text and some black and white an yeah. oral history of the yeah, show which is really dense with oral history but it, w- it wasn't this big, beautiful thing that the fans would look at and say, oh, my God, i got to have that. So <laughs> that came out, and some people at Marvel saw it, and Marvel had just retained all the – got the rights back to the to the show, which had been mixed with Fox, oh. and said, let's make, let's make a companion to the first one. Let's make a big coffee table book out of the art of the X-Men because yeah. uh, you know, it's top of our list uh, to do. So Abrams Books, which is a really nice uh, you know, art publisher in New York – uh, got together and we we wrote we wrote it fast and the hard part was there were hundreds and hundreds of thousands of draw of hand paintings made to do the show back in the day and sketches and model sheets and prop lists and yeah. and all the stuff that went into the production of the show that we got bits and pieces of from people's basements but 99.9 percent of it is just lost yeah wow. and people at at art galleries have some of it have some cells. Uh, producers, artists kept stuff. We had this wonderful guy that uh, cleaned up all the character designs for episodes 14 through 76, and he had every single one, in, you know, in his computer. Mark so, Lewis, we got to give Lewis. props. Yeah, credit so, where credit so, is due. So, in the book, we go through every episode, and even if it's a secondary character, there will be the official model design wow. that oh, Mark cool. had wow. held on to. Plus, you know, I. If we could find some beautiful cell work to go with it to help illustrate it, we did that. We were able to pull stuff from the pulling stuff from the screen is a little complicated because the resolution was a lot lower 30 years ago. Yeah, sure. But they did a beautiful job. The book people did a beautiful job. They managed to make it look current. And all wow. those Easter eggs you think you saw, we we hope we caught most of them here, so you can actually verify. Oh my God, yeah. that was who I thought it was. Because oh, so that was fun. Because cool. yeah. these book guys at Abrams, they are so anal. They're so specific <laughs> in the best so way possible. Fan, they're so fan focused. And this is the so and so the 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 third revision of Rogues. Costume, costume yeah. in episode 54 where you know the sleeves missing or whatever it, it's yeah. all there it's all there in the little secondary uh, footnotes so it's for, so for crazed fans there's lots and lots of visual detail well that show was insane about that about having like all these little like cameos and just background props <laughs> and designs and stuff like that that you're like oh i recognize that yeah. from the comics and this sort of thing, you know. Yeah, Larry, Larry Houston and the art staff 
and Will Mignot get credit for that because they were the ones that, that were just such X-Men lovers. We on the writing side, most of us just, we were just into telling heroic, intense heroic stories. And I want to just, I'm jumping in, but it, this was 1992 and there was no internet, there was no right. interweb. Uh, yeah. And it, you, uh, I'm you challenging- You Google anything. Yeah, I'm challenging folks to remember back then, most folks couldn't name an X-Men. And you go, right. oh, come on. Said, no, 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 no. In 1992, most folks weren't familiar with the concept of the X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they could, could tell you Batman. They could probably tell you Spider-Man, Wonder Woman, but uh, yeah. starting to trail off there. So one of the marching orders was with this show was going to be to introduce the X-Men to an entire audience that probably didn't know who they were. Right. And then here we are. It's going to be 30 years this next year. Now everybody the on the planet knows who they are. We, this household, yeah, year, which is astonishing you know. to think of. Yeah, we can't we can't step off a plane in Singapore without <laughs> being grabbed by the TSA agents and say, "Oh, X Men, it's my, my favorite, my favorite." <laughs> It's so much. It's that, so crazy. You know, and what's so crazy too is like, and Mike knows this. We, him, and I will go see you know Marvel movies together. Mm, sure. And some, I, I love those movies, but every once in a while we'll see one, and I kind of walk away from it. You know, kind of not like I kind of go, oh, you know, I kind of wish, you know. You know, and Mike will be like, "What could you possibly have wanted more?" And I go, you know, like another character like another cameo a new a character we've never seen before showing up on screen would have been really neat and that comes from your show because yeah. on your show you guys would always you have, spoiled us is what you did you spoiled us you would have you know 25 characters that were always around and then you'd throw in just you know Sauron or some sort of <laughs> yeah. like amazing character that you're like how is this guy in this like this is so damn cool so yeah it's like now now I'm 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 expecting it. If they don't <laughs> if they don't deliver Guardians of the Galaxy two level versions right. of, of like tons of new characters, I get frustrated. So. Well, since he's not here to share the story, Larry Houston is the one who gets credit for that because he was a huge comic book fan, and you know Thor would run through the scene in a Silver Surfer and say, "Hey kids, you want to find out more about this?" And he in thought, the books, oh. he, yeah. that was kind of that version of their universe. And so he <laughs> very early in the first season tried to put. A cameo of, of Spider-Man, you know, in in an episode, it got and shut down by the lawyers. The lawyers saw it and said, "You can't do Spider-Man." Goes, but but it's Marvel, and we're it's all one big happy family. Yeah. Can't do that. Okay, fine. So then he on, on Slave Island, I think, was a big one for him. Yeah. Uh, drew uh, a mutant and just called it Mutant Number Two, as uh, opposed to identifying it yeah. in the storyboard. And it got through the lawyers. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, oh. Okay, I could fine. do this with everybody. I could do this with Black Panther and, and right. with yeah. Yeah. Thor. It's Sp- Spider Man does show the Watcher, up later in an episode. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. They're all Doctor they're Strange goes to the, their wedding, <laughs> you yeah. know, as, as a guest. He has four cameos in the series. It's just as long as Larry didn't use write down the name, and we didn't write it in the script. He didn't write it in the storyboard. Mm-hmm. It just said, "Man walks through wedding." And wow. he knows he knows it's going to be Doctor Strange, and we all know it's going to be Doctor Strange. And it's Doctor Strange in the storyboard, the visual, yeah. but he's not identified, yeah, but, and but, it's not in color. But, okay. but they didn't, they never caught none of it. So well, there were there are literally a couple because the lawyers weren't X Men fans no, at all. Right. No. So they they don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh and, and in God. the end, at the end, it's only it's a benefit <laughs> for the company. It, oh, but it's absolutely. Just, but but yeah. the but 
you know how TV is. Nobody takes a chance <laughs> on anything. Yeah. yeah. And so taking little chances like this were just fun things that we did to indulge ourselves, like the, the stories we wrote. It was so low rent, it's hard to think back. But we basically were unsupervised. We were like, it was like we were playing in a garage when yep. we did this because Marvel was about to go uh, bankrupt. And Fox was just starting. There was a little bitty uh, uh, network that had, was only on half the day. That's another thing. ABC, CBS, NBC, those had been the big three national broadcasting networks mm-hmm. for perpetuity. And then yeah. in the late 80s, early 90s, Fox says, we're going to try and become a network. Yeah. It, it had never succeeded before. Dumont right. had tried other networks. You couldn't do it. And these guys were monster giants. Yeah. But Fox said, okay, we're going to try. So they're buying up the UHF stations and <laughs> trying to syndicate this thing and they were willing to take some risks yeah. at a time when the big three networks were already margaret, comfortable yeah margaret lesh and sydney i want to like the two creative people at the top there for the kids yeah. stuff kept on saying we have a chance now let's push let's, let's we have to distinguish ourselves we do from want, the other networks from the big three because they've got 10 times our resources <laughs> you know push the envelope and we'll back you Wow. And we, we, I've been seven years writing for all sorts of people, for Disney, Hanna-Barbera, all sorts of people. Never, it was always, oh, you're pushing this way too far. We have to pull it back because we could, you know, frighten the nine-year-olds. It just, it was always, <laughs> yeah. we, okay, we've got a, a couple psychologists on staff. They say, you can't do that story. <laughs> yeah. Tamp it down, tap About it down. About 70% yeah. of Wolverine's life can <laughs> right. be done. Yeah, yeah. and believe me, believe me, we, it could have happened to the X-Men and yeah. it could have been terrible. But yeah. we got this perfect storm of two great executives and then a great censor named uh, Aud- Avery, Avery Coburn, Coburn. The gal who was in charge of broadcast standards and practices. And she got us and said, we want to put morphine here so we can kill him in the first story. Ah. And she didn't believe it was going to go through. And back, I back and forth with Avery, wrote emails back and forth for a week, got her trust, said, okay, you're going to do it off screen and you're, it's not going to be uh, gratuitous. But we're gonna let you. We're gonna let you kill one of the main sta- uh, uh, characters that, in the that, first story. Unheard of. It was. At that time. And the point of it that was, was her, not her. again, not gratuitous, but to show that in this world there are consequences. There are stakes. There yeah. are stakes. Wow. It's not gonna get reset every week, yeah. and everyone's gonna be fine. And, and I couldn't believe you were taking that on. Dead. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to stay. He was supposed to stay dead. He was supposed to stay dead. But seriously, we, we've we've talked to thousands of people at cons over the last four years since the the first early book came out, and majority of the fans say that's when I just really knew oh god this is a different this is a different yep. show that's something I haven't seen before yeah. so oh and we were only picked up for 13 episodes that was it one and done there was and we not were a all month. let no go after, <laughs> after, after, <laughs> really? we wrote, after we all wrote and, and drew the first series because it the takes first nine 13. months wow. it takes nine months we were done writing in July they were done drawing in September and it premiered in January, mm-hmm. and so the big premiere in January. So we were all like, "Oh, we were, we were working on other shows when it came out. <laughs> oh, it's it's like the number one show on by a big margin." Can most of you come back, please? Because yeah. there were no contracts. And, <laughs> and okay, here's, forgot, here's my story. Yeah, we forgot oh, to please. extend the contract. Oh. You remember that funny joke where I fired the whole staff? <laughs> that was hilarious, wasn't it? I'll so, see you guys on Monday. <laughs> as one of the writers, it's like, well, this is exciting. It's a, it's the biggest hit. And, you know, okay, and more money. Yeah, where's perhaps. our friend's yeah. money? Where's, yeah. 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 yeah right. <laughs> and Haib Saban had a twist on that. He said, wait a minute. This is such a huge hit. Yeah. I Any, got a, everybody's going to want to write for this. I got a line of people out the door. You want to write for this? I'm going to cut the fees 500 bucks. Huh? And so after what? he was handed a number one hit, mm-hmm. and it, it went international and everything was cool, he said, well, if you want to come back and write, 
for the show, fine, five hundred dollars less. Yeah. And what? everybody, yeah. Are you kidding? And the first yeah. se- the first season, <laughs> I I got I got a raise. The first season, I supplemented. That, for, the, for season two, Eric yeah, supplemented yeah, all of the writers, yeah. the extra but, 500. Wow. But, but as <laughs> I said before, there are no good billionaires. That's, what I'm that's it. That's all I'm saying. Wow. And, 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 he'd, be, he and he'd be proud. Yeah. Yeah. And if, 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 you, if you were sitting here, he'd smile and he'd be proud of that moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd say, of course. Why not? You know, but, who, I should have, I should have cut it a thousand. <laughs> what are you, yeah. like, oh so those first 13 episodes, the point was... We didn't think it was going to, no one thought it was going to go past that. So, you know, just, just crank it and pedal crank to the metal. Kind just, of what kind of stories yeah. can you tell? Okay, life and death, you know, sadness and grief. And that's where the idea of Morph being introduced as a character for the purpose of showing how much the X-Men were their own mm-hmm. sort of found family. Yeah. And then his impact on each of them, which he's only, it's, it's brief. He's not there that long. But then when Eric got the call, oh, okay, we're going to go for a second season. Uh, but. But. <laughs> They, okay. the, 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 the evil that is focus groups happened. <laughs> and what happened was six or seven episodes into the, the showing of the season, the first season, they got a brunt of little kids together and said, well, who's your favorite X? We're, we're renewing it. Who's your favorite X-Men? And Morph won in a landslide. <laughs> oh, my God. A, I think A, it was because he was the, the funny one. But B, mm-hmm. we had made him so sympathetic. To each the, of the X-Men. You know, the, the, every, yeah. Wolverine is the only one that ever made me laugh. <laughs> and he's dead. I will avenge him. So we did all this to build up his loss for everybody else in, in the group. <laughs> oh, no. And that somehow got to the kids in a way that we, it was, un, you know, was beyond what we intended. And so... The network begged us. We know how much this meant to you, but can this be a a comic book death? Can he come back as something else? You know, PTSD, whatever. And so yeah. we 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 came with the PTSD thing, but it was not a good week because it had meant yeah. so much to us that this was real and that the consequences yeah. were real. But, but then again, the way you guys were able to work that morph into the the next season with the consequences of what happened to him, I think, made him an even deeper character. Yeah, and. Sure, it would have been nice if that hadn't happened and you hadn't had to go back and do that. But I think, and and I'll tell you, his specific mutant power of being a shapeshifter really added so much into it when he was brought back, when he wasn't able to control it. And it just, it was, you literally could see the pain of what he was going through yeah. in the different manifestations Whoa. of his power. Yeah, and it was and, really, really excellently well done, you know. And, and again, it was the animation, you know, we, we weren't Batman, you know. In other words, yeah. the budget wasn't there, but the fact that you can still recall that and yeah. have those feelings, I think, is a huge testimony. And he's still, like, I am a massive uh, action figure collector. He's still one of the most requested uh, characters. They haven't done him yet. I think they're waiting for, uh-huh. like, a special... Uh-huh thing to do it but he's wins in landslides all the time in the like most requested character because yeah. yeah. they got to give him like seven bodies of no what they need to do is just have one interchangeable yeah. head of exactly. morph for all of the characters they already have the molds for the other one <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like trying to make like a shang Tsung figure for mortal Kombat, right like he's everyone so there you go yeah people like contribute their own like drawing ideas they're yeah. like you could do this you could, <laughs> he could come with this jacket and that sort of stuff wait a minute we have uh, yeah. an author of GoBots who can talk <laughs> yeah. about transforming transforming yeah, exactly. go yeah. come yeah. on now yes. alright let's we, let's let's, <laughs> oh, let's, let's, can I ask, let's yeah. pop oh, this oh, pop the book okay. wait wait wait, wait, wait. Oh, question so we have some packages Stephen will post a photo of the package you took a picture of this already oh yeah okay 
Oh, yeah. I, it's I, probably already on your Instagram. I'm no, I posted it on Facebook, just saying anyone want to make a guess yeah. at what's happening. Okay, so but we're gonna, you know, what we'll do we'll do a video. You know, well, it's a, no, 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 I, no. I got it. I got it. You, you got, got it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, don't okay. worry, this is gonna be great. Um, okay, let's talk. Let's oh, talk I'm, about this. You had a question. Yes. Oh, oh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. You get the assignment to do X Men. It's already been around about thirty years right. at that point. So we're talking probably 200 members of, oh, of the team overall. Uh, How did you decide on that core team? Well, that, there was, it, was, it was kind of freeing uh, that there'd been so many. Yeah. Uh, and look at, looking back over the 25 years of it, because then there wasn't just a canon. It wasn't like, well, there's, only, there's a main team and two or three alternatives. There were, yeah, you're right, there were dozens we could have chosen. And part of it was... Marvel and the network had, you know, Marvel had people that they were high on, like Wolverine, obviously, is the most popular character that they've got. Uh, the network, you know, they, they, they wanted one young character, and so picked Jubilee. She was yeah. the one that, they, that Marvel was pushing at the time. Gambit was new, uh, and so that was a request from, uh, from Marvel for that. Um, and the... I would say that show made Gambit yeah. as far yeah. as like yeah. making him such a popular character. But from the writer's point of view, they picked four or five that they thought were core, which included Cyclops, but did not include Jean Grey, did not include Xavier, did yeah. not include Beast. Um, so, but as we laid out the first 13 stories, my buddy Mark Edens and I, who laid out the first two seasons with me, um, these characters kept on asserting themselves. Beast was so cool. He was going to yeah. be just a, a secondary character. Put him in. That's why we put him in prison. Right. Because we, were, we weren't going to see him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was just, we just kept on looking and saying, well, what is the most diverse group? Not yeah. ethnically diverse, but what are the, the, the most distinct characters we can have? So there's, they're so different from each other yeah. that there's no question whose line this is. It's like in Winnie the Pooh, the characters are so completely different from each other. Tigger and Pooh, and I mean, it's slightly different tone, but the right. point is they've got seven or eight people there that you would never res uh, mistake, uh, mistake yeah. Uh, yeah. Owl for Piglet. Yeah. So yeah. you don't want to have six big gruff, you could have had Cable and Bishop and and Colossus and Deadpool and, 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 yeah. Deadpool and Colossus and, and, yeah. and Wolverine. You could have had six, seven big gruff guys beating on each other. Would not have been a fun show. Right. So we're looking for diversity among them and diversity of powers because it's animated we want to see this stuff yeah. we don't want to have just like six really strong people or six people that can disappear or can fly flying was good because mm -hmm. that's cheaper yeah. than walking in, yep. in, in our <laughs> level of animation sure. mm -hmm. uh being able to blow stuff up you know cities up whatever uh the mental stuff is good because again that's something we could afford yeah professor X yeah. looks at somebody yeah. and you know the 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 Thing shake so just practical questions but the core of it was making the characters more diverse made the writing easier for us yeah. and so we were very we were very selfish about that and that's why we <laughs> picked certain people and didn't pick you know Archangel's cool Iceman's cool there are all these there, oh yeah there, there are a dozen other people we could have used but the balance we got just suited us and it happened to be half women and that was not yeah. You know, that was not a feminist statement. That was just how it worked for out. for animation. You know, Storm yeah. is like nobody else. It's great. You know, bring her on. And, and Rogue, Rogue has such a backstory. Yeah, oh Rogue has the coolest backstory oh. ever. You know, yeah. she's she's gonna suffer more than anybody except for maybe Wolverine, who's almost a hundred years old and yeah. has been through that so much. That just comes from being a hundred. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, that's how that's how we picked it. What made the writing 
easier and more exciting and more fun for us. And yeah. and they went and as I say, Marvel basically was look, you're sending us a check as long as you don't screw this up and get the characters wrong. You know, you're, we're signed off on. That's and, great. And Fox yeah. had the final cut. Marvel didn't. Yeah. So if we we Whoa. send uh, we send a like a story to Marvel and they said well, we just don't like this at all, we could call back and say, well, you know, but we do, so thanks for the input. <laughs> wow. And that's crazy. Yeah, yeah which yeah. today yeah. that's that's it's insanity. You yeah. Can, I, yeah. You, you do not tell Marvel that <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna do it anyway. Hey Matt, before we continue doing the show, mm-hmm. we gotta talk about what we're talking into. These Sennheiser microphones are fantastic. Yeah, they are literally top of the line. The best company in the world when it comes to microphones, headphones, audio equipment like this. I mean, yeah. it's just so damn good. If you want to sound good talking into something, get yourself some Sennheiser microphones. Yeah, it makes you sound epic. Mike Black, uh, say something epic. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages. If I say any more, lawyers will get involved. Here we have to <laughs> exactly. But, but I said it clearly, and you, you can did. hear it clearly. God, I can hear it. It sounds perfect. Um, hey, uh, go and uh, go check out Sennheiser. If you are looking for audio equipment, uh, you're looking for a great microphone. This is the one to use, Mike. Uh, Matt, what is what's this one called that we're using? Uh, this is the MD42. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. It's absolutely perfect. Find them at Sennheiser.com. You bet. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, well, here we go. Okay. Well, okay. Drum roll, please. We have, today we have uh, Julia and Eric Leewald here, uh, the writers and, uh, and one of the creators of the X-Men animated series, and they have a brand new book out, and uh, this guy here, Mr. Mike Black, is a pretty huge fan of uh, the X-Men <laughs> animated series. So, uh, are you ready to unbox? Are you ready to unbox this thing? I'm gonna oh, oh, this right, one. You're gonna, he's this gonna, this was facing one. you the right way. This one's... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, here we go. This is, yeah, it's ready. This is for all the marbles here we go or marvels oh, uh, wow uh, <laughs> oh my god Look. and that's 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 a, a new original artwork by larry houston and rick hoberg who were two wow. of the three main artists on the show take a look at that cover that is the and, and, and on the ba- on the back are the villains also by the same two guys also uh, specifically oh. commissioned for this book <laughs> how badass is this? <laughs> all right let's name for the people that are that are listening to the show tell them who is on the cover we Mr. have Mark. rogue bishop wolverine storm cyclops gambit jean gray morph jubilee and beast let's hope i'm as good on the bad guys <laughs> Mystique, Omega Red, Apocalypse, a Sentinel, Sabretooth, Magneto, the Master of Magnetism, Sauron, Juggernaut, and Mr. Sinister. Very, cool. Very good. Well Very played, good. Mike. Well played. Thank you. Well done. Uh, pop it. Just pop, pop oh. it open. Just take. Just open to any page. Open to any, any page. page. Oh. Oh yeah. So Look there is artwork that. clearly right from the show. Yeah. Like th- actual those are those. Whose hand is there? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's Spider-Man's hand. Right yeah, there. that go. was that was one of those sneak-ins. Cool. And then and 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 then there's some uh, about uh, I think 300 original cells. That's one with Jubilee wow. with the Morlocks, mm-hmm. and then uh, design work from the character designers and from the storyboard artists. Now this is direct from a comic book. Yes, it is right. from the Hellfire Club. It sure I is. Noticed it right as you were turning the page. <laughs> right. Off. And and there's I think call the, out that I think there's a, a page that has the two side by side. Yeah, the reference the sheet oh, in there. Cool. There's a reference sheet showing how the two are similar. 
It's, wow. Yeah. I, just I love this spread right this here. This type of stuff right here, this is the type of stuff when I was a kid, I would just stare at for hours, freaking out about how, you know, just reading every last little detail. It's so And seeing cool. like the, the proportions in the artwork, like how it's actually drawn uh, is yes. very interesting because, you know, like when we had, uh, what was his name? I'm sorry, the comic artist we talked to in Orlando. Oh my God! Um, um, but he talked about Neil Adams. Neil, Neil Adams. That's Adams. Right. Adams. Oh my God! So Neil Adams too. And he talked about how Neil like Adams. for him, doing superheroes is a lot of the same over and over again. But I think something like the X Men gives you more diversity because you're not drawing the same. It's not the same dude in a suit with a cape, right? Right. It's Correct. all kinds of different stuff that you get to do in here where they look different, which yeah. I think is probably something that. Uh, I, I find more interesting as somebody who's not really a big comic book guy. Yeah. Um, but well, at least you look amazing. at this and it's like the very different. Yeah. And, and yeah. this is kind of show. It's interesting. It shows that that when you see something, it's eight or nine different cells. It's yeah. Three mm-hmm. or three or four cells like this. One is yeah. the the sketch. One is coloring it in. Another is is detailing. The so detailing. that's three or four cells that for the will background. Make the background. And then you'll have six or seven cells of various people moving in various directions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you maybe need a dozen cells just to get. Uh, a fifteenth of a second. Good old and then audio you have to, cassettes. Then you have to redraw seven or eight of them. Yeah. Where, where is it available? Where can people? Where or where will it be available? It is currently. It's out. It's available. Uh, Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and Noble. Most, has, most big bookstores book have book it. Stores. Your your comic book stores will probably have it. Amazon. I got to do one last thing here because this cracks me up. It's available on Amazon right now, and they've it's it's at a real price break there. Mm-hmm. I love this. This is from Larry Houston's original. Uh, storyboarding for the opening sequence of the X-Men and it continues on the back a thing that I confirmed with him and it cracked me up you'll notice the pips here when you got Gambit and he's coming at the camera and the cards are going Mm -hmm. and we were putting the book together I said something's not right to my eye and it turned out the the, the, the spade is upside down the spade is good eye the spade is upside down and he said oh oh, that has to be a mistake he went back and goes no I drew it upside down (laughs) I didn't realize (laughs) (laughs) so next time you watch it catch keep your eye open for that upside down spade there (laughs) if you go frame by frame yeah Yeah. I love it pause it it on Disney Plus frame by frame you'll see that uh, upside down spade oh so do you like it oh it's so cool I was Mike is gonna have that in his bed next to him for the next week sleeping (laughs) on a pillow with him well I'll be holding it like this Curled up with it like a yeah. teddy bear. Uh, there was a Spider-Man book that was like an art of Spider-Man comics or something uh-huh. book from what I think when I was maybe about 14 or 15 years old that came out that was big, thick, colorful book. And I spent so much time just looking through all the microscopic <laughs> details of trying to like learn all the little facts and all the things. Just because if you love something... It's nice to be able to have something that you can do a deep dive on, you know, and really, really get, you know, like, you know, have a place where you can read everything about it. Because up to this point, you know, you have to, right now, I'd have to just go and search on Google to Mm -hmm. read the Wikipedias of (laughs) of Storm and these characters to figure it all out. But to be able to have it all right there is just... And and where can people get the first book, The Oral History? Funny you should mention. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, besides, both these could be ordered from directly from their publishers, which okay. is kind of oh, interesting. Wow. Uh, this was Abrams Books, um, and is 
I, I believe it's probably going to be like at all the, at, uh, the all the Disneyland's and everything too. We hope so. You know, Marvel. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We hope so. Yeah, California Adventure. But, oh yeah, the Adventures. Yeah, campus. but the first book, the Oral History, that was that we did that all as I say, all by ourselves. We interviewed <laughs> thirty six oh. people. It's four hundred and fifty pages of dense. Uh, you know, hit you know, how it always almost went off the rails seven or eight times, and and how you know we struggled to keep it together, and then it became the most the coolest job we ever had. Um, so cool. And that was uh, that's it's Jacobs Brown Press. It's mm-hmm. a it's a small California press in San Diego, and they were one of two people that were interested in working with us just alone without Marvel. And said, well, you know, we we know they're 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 a pop culture press. They've got lots of Star Trek books. Uh, history of television kind of books and so we fit right in with them we wow. encourage you to, to check out your local comic book shop or your local bookstore because this yep. last year has just been a disaster oh, and we yeah. encourage yeah. that but they are both of them available on Amazon so mm-hmm. if you have trouble tracking it down we, we encourage you to, to check out good old Amazon do you guys have a cool. favorite uh, comic book shop or uh, toy uh, shop gee. Uh, well um, Perky Nerd in Burbank uh, just <laughs> oh, nicest really? people it's a great name Ni- I've never been to the Perky Nerd oh, in Burbank well, well, in I that just, case, there's some I nice people. All the time. I go to Blast from the Past. Yes. Oh, that's that. good. So, yeah. Yeah, they were nice. They they hosted us uh, for one of the first book signings when the first mm-hmm. book came out. And they're oh, they're nice people. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. What about you, Mike? Where is it? Do you have a toy uh, place that you like? Or a Golden Apple. Apple. Ooh, that's they're that's a classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were here before I moved here and were part of the reason I did. I was like, <laughs> if they have places like this here, uh, I want to live here. Oh, that's the best. Um, you know that they yeah. carried uh, the nighttime show comic book? Our, oh, yeah. our yeah. podcast comic book. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that me and Matt Walker sat for what 47 hours <laughs> to make one to, issue yes. to make one issue with this comic book it <laughs> yes. took us for ever yeah. to wow. make it but it but then uh golden apple carried it and and uh would give it away for on free comic book day it was very cool yeah was that very, is my yeah. God. yeah we made it for la comic-con uh <laughs> in 2019 I think it was. Yeah. And we would have done, we were going to do issue two for the last year, but then there was the yeah. Comic Con. So. Yeah. Oh, um, there that, will be another issue. But the next one, we will, we will do one. issue number two. You yes. better believe it, of course. That's 47 more hours. So somebody's drawing you in poses? Well, yeah. yeah. David Dirks actually did, Dirks did one, one of the pages. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had different comic book artists. We took um, three segments from our show that and, uh, we wrote out. Turned them into comic book. Oh and then God. had them illustrated in comic book form. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, uh, Bruce, David Dirks Bruce illustrated Valange the, uh, he did the section with Doug Jones talking about working on uh, Hocus Pocus. Dear and God. when he had like the moths in his mouth mm-hmm. that he had to do for the scene and how like the, the light burst. So he's stuck <laughs> with moths in his mouth while, and he's trying to keep while them alive. Because <laughs> 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 they're supposed to come fluttering out of his mouth. And like, and he has like his, his uh, yeah. mouth is sewn shut, and they had to like cut a knife across the thing. But it's illustrated in the nighttime show comic. Oh, but, oh, by the way, you, you mentioned you mentioned Neil Adams. Yeah. The oh the the, the first P- oh, PR wow. art that was made for the show before the show was even was even drawn mm-hmm. uh, that Saban uh, got going. Um, Will Minio, who is the main designer, was just underwater doing this show and a second one that he was working on at the same time. So they called up Neil Adams, and he he drew that mm-hmm. that famous poster. Yeah, so there's there's wow. artwork on the back of the uh, previously on X Men book. But you'll um, notice who's not in that poster, which tells you. A, yeah, that, since it was it was, there was no pre-production Jean, that we had no Gene Gray, scripts there's no yet. Beast. 
Really? Oh, because yeah. you didn't know who was going to be in We didn't know who was going to be starring no, yet. They had an idea. But uh, our episode with Neil yeah, Adams no either. is yeah. so yeah. interesting. Eh? It's, yeah. it's, it's I love that. Kind it's of a very detail. fun. Our, our interview with Neil Adams basically went off the rails <laughs> as best as an interview could, where we said to him, uh, well, when you were working on Batman, uh, did you ever get to meet Bob Kane? And he said, uh, he said, yeah, Bob Kane came over to me and he said, he said, hey, I, that's not how you draw Batman. And I said, Fuck you, Bob Kane. <laughs> I do it the way I do it. You don't even draw this anymore. Get out of my office. That guy was such an asshole. Oh we were like, what? And then he was like, we were like, what was this guy? What was Jack Kirby like? He was like, oh, Jack Kirby was a real prick. He used to come home. Jesus. I mean, he, 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 he literally crapped on yeah. Every single person you can imagine, it was, uh, except for Stanley, he had nice oh, things to it, say. It was the opposite of Tom McFarland, who was like, he's like, then I got asked to ink a Todd Kerr or a Jack Kirby piece, and I kept the eraser shavings. I, cr- yeah. I cried erasing yeah. his drawing. You're yeah. like, it's the complete opposite. It's total opposite. Yeah, yeah McFarland was incredibly, incredibly nice. He was so gracious about everyone. So McFarland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that was, yeah, was, we've had a couple that were kind of like very strange. He's like, I still have the pencil shavings in, my, in a bag. He does. Home. He really does in have a, a pe- pencil <laughs> shavings in a bag. It's not a joke. I saw Neil Adams at a convention and some kid was just in awe of all the work that he had done that was behind him. And he goes, quit staring at it and come over here and talk to me. <laughs> 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 Somebody, someone said that at the conventions, Neil Adams uh, will draw anything. Uh-huh. Basically, yeah. anything that you ask him to draw, he'll draw it. Yeah. Like, like, but you have to pay him a lot oh, of money to oh, do yeah. it. Okay. And so what happens is the other artists, they'll the people come up to artists there and they'll say, "Can you draw Deadpool having sex with, <laughs> with like, you know, a, a hamster or something <laughs> horrifying?" And and he'll go, uh, he'll go, uh, uh, the, the artist will go. No, but you know who does a great job? <laughs> Neil Adams. And then they'll send them to Neil, and then he'll go, I don't know why I get all these weird requests. <laughs> that's, that's, the a, that's 100% true. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there are some weird drawings out there of, yeah. of Neil Adams. And he Neil owns Adams a comic done. shop in Burbank. Yes. He does. Yeah. He does. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Burbank Studio City, somewhere out yeah. in the valley. Yeah, Somewhere up there. God, yeah. good Lord. What's it called? Another world. Get out of my store. Get out of my store and buy something. All right. No, I love it. I love it. Um, I have a, when when uh, when when we sat and uh, and chatted at dinner, there was well, something that we talked about that I was I thought was uh, interesting, yeah. uh, very very uh, compelling. Is that the the two of you guys? You guys have been together for how long? How long have you been married? We for? well, we've been married. I got to get it right. Uh, 30, 31 glorious 31 years. Glorious years. Yeah, we met. We we met in '88, and mm-hmm. we were married in '90. Yeah. So, okay, all right. So, um, how uh, in, you guys have worked together? Yes, for most ba- of the shows. most of that time, right? Yeah. What is it like being a couple that works together and writes together? I mean, what what's that like? What's that process? Diplomatic. Like? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's he says of, that now. But <laughs> that is has it always answer. has it always worked for you, or has it yeah. been, I, been uh, what's that like for someone for, for a writer? We each have our we have we're lucky we have a home office and we have we each have our own desk and we each have our own workstations. But if you're deep in the thought process on a project, you're kind of just head down and it doesn't matter where you are. And typically, you know, each of us would have whatever work we're doing 
and then sometime, oh, is it is it lunchtime? Oh, you ready to go to lunch? And that's, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. there. Yeah, you're still there. And go out and have lunch. That was our big break for the day. Come back and just head down again and keep working. Yeah. It, it's, it's, the geography of it is less collaborative than perhaps it would be if, if you were uh, working on a, a show tune with someone. or This, this yeah. is just... Not so much back and forth. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. when, when we're developing the new show, there's certainly a lot of back of and that. forth. But most of it's like, okay, they just, we got, we've been given eight uh, episodes. You take these four. I'll take this four, and I'll, you know I'll see you in a month. Yeah, and, yeah. and so that uh, that that made that. Uh, it, it just that actually sounds great. Yeah. 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 But 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 it's also there's this the the the, the war buddy thing that where you know a lot of yeah. lot of uh, uh, couples you know say how could you have the same job well. We we get mad at the same people. You know, we, we have the same stresses. We we understand what when the other person has a bad day. We absolutely empathize because we've just been through similar or the same thing. So yeah. oh, wow. it, it's it can it, it can be a bonding thing like war buddies. Did you ever have times where you'd be arguing about something that was going to go in the show, and then does that fight carry on when you get home, or does are you well, are you already like, at home? You're already <laughs> at home. Yeah. But like, yeah. were you ever able to be like, hey, like this is work stuff. Now it's work's over. Yeah. It's eight o'clock. We don't need to talk about that anymore. We can just enjoy each other's company, and yeah. then we'll fighting about it tomorrow, tomorrow, some more. Whatever. I think the only, and I say only in a handful of times, and watch us go home and have complete meltdown now. Mm-hmm. But only a handful of times. <laughs> Uh, I've written for you when you're a story editor. You've written for me when I'm a story editor. We write together if we're working for someone else or for ourselves. We kind of had a deal where we each got one, mm-hmm. like on a script or a series. We each yeah. get one. Uh, like it's completely wrong to me, but you get this one. Let's move on. But that's it. That's and the only and one I get. And don't, and don't obsess. Yeah, and, and it and he could gets get one. it could get changed along the line anyway. So I much mean, of it does, you but, know, with, yeah. with revisions. So if I. I People can't be that precious about their their poetics when yeah. they're working in television because there are a lot of people. You know, in this show, it was amazing. We got to keep ninety eight percent of what we wrote on the screen. Some shows, you know, all sorts of people get ideas along the way. You know, or the executive wants to take it in a different direction, and you think it's completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But you're a professional, and you're getting paid, and you just do the best job the clock's you can. ticking, and you suck it up and and get it done. You know. Uh, so it made it a little easier, even on something we care about this much. And you say, God, I, I wish you would see why I don't like that that moment in the scene. But you just, you know, you 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 live it, and sometimes you know you see it two years later and realize, well, maybe she was right on that one. You know, <laughs> don't say that out loud very often. She just pointed at the recorder. Yes. She's yeah. like, I've got it on tape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We'll email you that clip. Thank you. Thank you. Just she was right. She was right. She was right. You can have my answer tone. Trim all the context. That'll be your ringtone. Currently, it's X Men the Animated Series, but I'll use that one. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a game. Previously on X Men, she was right. Oh my God! That's magic. Um, I he just got a uh, I got I got a little game I thought we could play before we wrap things up because we're about to wrap up. Um, but um, what I thought I would do is I will <laughs> read the the uh, synopsis of something that you worked on. Oh okay. my God in heaven! Okay, and then you guys have to. Uh, I'm not going to say which one of you worked on it, but I'm going to read the synopsis and then you have to guess. The name of the show that it was that you worked on. Okay. Dog okay. City. Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> yeah. okay. right. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. All right. Okay, here we go. 
Here we go. This was this is an actual show. I'm not going to say when it was from, but here we are. Here we go. Prince Lightstar. Skeleton Warriors. That was her. That was her. Maybe don't put the character's name. All right, fine. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. I'll try this one. This is I won't say the character's name. I won't say the character. But I got one. I got one. Yeah, that's one point. That's one point. An evil scientist invents a device that emits a radiation that controls the minds of the people within its range. He gathers a sizable percentage of the Earth on his initial uh, on his initial attack, and a convention of a conventional uh, set of forces cannot counter attack, or they will come under the power of the zone if they enter. Oh, spiral zone. Oh, oh yes, yeah, okay. the, the word zone. Again with the name. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Steven, By the way, uh, who who wrote that synopsis? Because that was like. <laughs> They need some writing help. You really should have done this before. Look, these are this, great. This is a this, great idea. This master of the universe <laughs> <laughs> holds okay, his sword up high. <laughs> Set in the beginning of the 22nd century, okay. an interplanetary war. Exo Squad. What is it? Exo Squad. You are right. Wow. wow. You know your stuff. He got it off the century. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, know. I love that. Um, how about uh, Mike? You wanna you wanna try? It? Let's let me. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna throw one at Mike. Out. Okay, here we go. All right, poor guy. <clears throat> After being offline for five years, strawberry shortcake. Very <laughs> 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 oh, good. Absolutely, strawberry shortcake. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm, okay, seriously, I know you can All do right. this. After being offline for five years. This character is reactivated in 2030 to help a federal agency called Alpha Division fight uh, Alpha Division fight a high-tech terrorist organization known as DARK, short for Directory for oh, Anarchy, Anarchy, Revenge, and Chaos. Chaos. Is this Darkwing Duck? RoboCop it Alpha Commando. RoboCommando. Robo Robo how, how did I guess it was RoboCop? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not happened. the same kind of nerd as Mike. But <laughs> My next guess was going to be Phantom 2030 because <laughs> oh. it took place in that year. Oh, okay, very good, right, though. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. Let's try, let's try this. We're going to try this. <laughs> here we go. I'm very excited. Um, now, uh, Matt, I know that you are... You, 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 this might be more up your alley. Okay. 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 Here we go. Here we go, folks. <laughs> can put on your. With a knife. Okay, here we go. All right. Put on your favorite hat and join this character for more great storytelling. First, when a garden party at this character's house has to be postponed because of a downpour, a crazy situation. Is this Lidsville? <laughs> it is not. It's actually. Strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake. Uh, okay. uh, I know you because are, I'm a redhead. That's you are why a redhead. I know. That's, that's why. why. I, yes. I knew that you would be a fan. Yes. Um, all right. One last. My one. sister likes strawberry shortcake. I shortcake. I remember she had a bunch of the stuff. She's gonna be really show, mad. That, you didn't so, get yeah. this. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you didn't get that one. <laughs> I made you watch it 175 times. Yeah. Okay. This. Okay. This is this. Here we go. Here okay. we go. Okay. <laughs> this one is insane. This character from a Disney animated movie, joins a cast of fun characters in the 1930s in Pacific Islands 
as a bush pilot. Oh, is this uh, Tailspin? It it is tailspin. Very good. It's yeah. Baloo from Baloo. Tailspin. I love Tailspin. That was a good show. Yep. I know. I yeah. love that that was the Because that's the one they were like, hey, they were like, yeah, let's let's do a spinoff of The Jungle Book where he's a pilot who has to ship cargo. And you're like, wait, <laughs> you're like, what? What is this? <laughs> what? How on earth did that become the plan? Like, they're wait, like, <laughs> we're giving Baloo a job? Yeah. <laughs> and clothes? Cause, cause yeah. That what was, that's yeah. what was missing from The Jungle yeah. Book. Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Cher Khan should be a tax attorney. Yeah. Perfect. Nailed it. Who came up with that? Who made that show? Is that your show? Uh, wrote on it. Did oh. not. Who yes. created that? Uh, Tad Stone. No, uh, um, no he, he, he was Darkwing Duck. Tad Stone was okay, Darkwing was, Duck. Was, and, was Megan on that? Uh, possibly. Um, yeah. There, I will say that there was. We met some of our best friends in the talent yeah. pool at Disney TV Animation. Yeah, just Alan Burnett. Ama- I mean, they, ah, cr- they uh, cranked out a bunch of great shows that I, Alan, I watched. You know, the Gummy Bears. I think it was guys, them too. Or Al- like, well, there's Gargoyles and yeah, Gummy Bears they worked on Gargoyles. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, guys. Have you seen that? That new figure from Gargoyles? <laughs> We've been seeing new figures from all kinds of things <laughs> lately, and it's just been astonishing what's, yeah. what's coming yeah, out in the market yeah. these Stephen days. mentioned Alan Burnett. He, he and I... Wonderful guy. All, the first job I got, the first week I was working on GoBots, he was in... There's a little bitty building across from Hanna-Barbera called HB3, and because there was Ruby Spears and Hanna-Barbera, and that was 80% of Saturday morning, and... At HB3, there were like four people. There was Alan Burnett, Jeff Siegel, who was in charge of the GoBots, and Kelly Ward, who ran GoBots with Jeff. And so I met Alan the first week there. Then I moved to Disney. He moved to Disney. I moved to Fox with Beetlejuice and X-Men. He moved to to, so cool. to uh, Warner's and basically was Mr. Warner's creative supervisor. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't get the credit. He was never self-promoting, but... The question always came up at HB or wherever we were. If, so if you had a show and it was your money, who would you entrust creatively to mm-hmm. the show? Yeah. And I always just, oh, it's Alan in, in a heartbeat. He was the quietest, nicest, most easygoing. There'd be crazy executives sc- pulling their hair out and saying, you know, the show's over, the show's over. And Alan would just walk them through it mm-hmm. and he'd handle it. And the same thing with Batman, the first because he was, he was uh, Batman. The first year Batman of development was Batman him. at Fox. They were they there was some angry fighting going on, and they got settled down. Alan came on not the first month, but within that, got it settled. And people, everybody knows Paul Dini and Bruce Tim because of yeah. their their talents. Of course, yeah. But my experience is is that the the continuing factor for the quality of the, of the shows at uh, WB was all Alan. Wow. Yeah. Well, look, uh, Julia and you know Eric, we could, I could, we could literally, I could sit with you guys. We could talk about <laughs> this stuff for you know hours and oh, hours. So we so should have fun. you back and do a panel at like Comic Con or at something. Yeah. We'll, we'll do Funny something you should fun mention. together. That sounds delightful. Yeah. If you're just del- yes, we're, yes, we're there. Yes. I mean, yes. what uh, we talked about it, and I will put this out in the air on the podcast. I think. We should do a screening at the Chinese theater where we show two episodes in a row. I know mm-hmm. that you had a two that you said were like a match mm-hmm. to, to be playing. Um, 
But we should we should show uh, two episodes of X Men the animated series do a on Q the and big a. screen. Do a Q and A and do a book signing as part of like a big thing. It would be so much yeah. fun. I love how you just I'll just throw this out there. <laughs> we, yeah. we couldn't get Disney or Marvel on the phone <laughs> for but five years. Stephen Stephen will get it done. We'll I'm that. sure that we can. We know people at TCL. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I mean the theater is not a problem. No. The yeah. theater we can do as yeah. long as 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 the the ability to be able to show it yeah. is the is the issue. Yeah. But absolutely. We can this sounds like fun. I know. You guys are we're so there. great. We're there. Uh, thanks again great. so much for doing this. Uh, everyone, uh, where where can people, again, people can get the book at uh, Barnes & Noble and at all sorts of all pl- All sorts of places. Uh, but if you can't find it there, please head on to Amazon. They're having quite the sale of it these days. And yeah, that's and, not and a bad previously thing. Previously on X-Men, if you get it directly from the publisher online from Jacob, Jacob. Brown, it'll be a signed copy. I sat down and wow. signed, <laughs> signed four or 5,000 for them and wore oh my, my hand God. out. Yeah. <laughs> Now, and if I can jump in here for for us, uh, X-Men TAS, that's us at X-Men the Animated Series. Mm -hmm. I'm on Twitter way too much, just, you know, (laughs) uh, beating the drum for X-Men. We also have an Instagram page I'm trying to do better with. We have a Facebook page. And we have a website that's currently under revision, but mm-hmm. that'll be up also X-Men TAS. So please, awesome. you know, reach out to us, find us, find us. We try and communicate as best we can. We'll tag you in all the great. posts. Oh, for thank this. you. Course, God, that'd be fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Mike Black, where can people find you? I am at Mike Black is back on all social media. Mike Black is back? He yes. changed it a while ago. You yeah. did. Yeah. I did. It was Mike Black attack, and I was getting a lot of the wrong kind of mail. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it just rhymed. That was the whole reason yeah. I was doing it. But, uh, yeah, a lot of terrible people were like, I'd like to cut of your jib. And I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, like, no. Nope. Not, yep. yeah. No, thank you. So, oh, no. So Mike Black is back fit with coming out of pandemic and everything. Yeah, so yeah that's a wonderful thing. Like, yeah. uh, Matt Walker, where can people get jobs? Uh, links to everything at funnymat.com. Or if you're Elon Musk, you can leave a message for me at mattwalkersucks.com. <laughs> Which is a real website yep. where people really do leave hate mail for yep, Matt it's Walker. Fine. <laughs> yes. You can always get me at Stephen Glickman. S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and on TikTok, I'm Stephen K. Glickman. Uh, When's your album coming out? Album comes out uh, mid-July. Very exciting. And the music video? um, uh, Music video, same day. Same day. It'll all all drop the same day. Okay. We're waiting. exciting. I know. I'm very excited about that. Uh, and good your fudge cookies. When do those come out? <laughs> my the Stephen Glickman fudge cookies, uh, August first. And uh, do they all go immediately in your mouth? They yes yes, 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 of course. Okay. There's a catapult that shoots yes. them at my face <laughs> from I the will oven. Eat all of them uh, while nice. I read this book. Actually. Yes. So uh, thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. You guys are wonderful guests, and we look forward to doing cool things in the future. Yes. Thank you, Stephen. Thank, Thank you all so much. Oh. Stand up.